Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, queen. Stan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Attention, sluttons. Hey, Brendan, are you a sluttin for Sutton? Oh my god, no! But I was screaming when Watch Happens Live tweeted that last night. Yeah, screaming when they tweeted that. Did you watch that episode of Watch Happens Live? I did. Uh, that felt like it reminded me of like the James Kennedy Lala episode where they were cursing and like pissing off Andy. Like Andy seemed annoyed mm-hmm. by Sutton. Yeah, because she just—it just felt like she was like talking on and on and on. Well, it, it, it seemed like she was drunk, but she wasn't acting drunk. It, it, it was a mess, yeah, but yeah, yeah. from it we got the term "slutten." Yes, which I feel like I—I I knew of, but wasn't like ingrained in my brain like it is now. Oh right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. But it's been a minute. But I think we're going to bring back a few, three actually three segments that we have not done in a while. Oh my god. The first one is Red Red White and Come Through. Cue patriotic music. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. So usually we do this when it's like election season and we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out who the housewives are voting for. But instead, mm-hmm. you brought this to my attention. There's someone from the Housewives Cinematic Universe running for Congress in North New York. And when I say North New York, like the tippy tippy top. We're we're near Canada? Yes. It's the 21st district of New York. And as Dorinda might say, this red, white, and come through update is important. (laughs) Exactly. And you might get the reference. That was from that um, fun. Was it a fundraiser or like? It was a fundraiser. It was a fundraiser. I forget what the... I want to say that the organization dealt with child abuse, but yes. I could be wrong. No, definitely. It was like child abuse, okay. something like that. And the honoree was a woman named Bridie Farrell. Yes. And you may remember that Ramona kept saying her name wrong. 
Dorinda mm-hmm. was huffing and puffing. Lo and behold, Bridie Farrell is running for the upstate New York's 21st district house of representatives seat. Yeah. And she's running against, I forget the person's name, but someone who's been in the news recently for being like pretty awful. Elise Stefanik. Yes. So Bridie's running for that seat. A lot of like prominent people follow Bridie. I noticed like Mary Trump, if you think she's prominent, follows her, but like, you know, like the niece of Donald Trump who like came out and spoke out against him Mm -hmm. all last fall. So, I mean, she's the third minor Roni cast member to run for office this year. How did you even stumble upon this? Someone posted about it in Reddit. Oh, okay. I spent a lot of time in the Housewives Reddit. That's good. You're like our Reddit correspondent. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I think I think some of our listeners are up in there even posting. I don't post. Oh my god. Well, if you're posting in there, you better be scorping and chirping about this very podcast because like, it's corny for us to do that. <laughs> No, and I'm the reason I know that is because there is somebody who like will Net- promote oh, us, which I appreciate. Wow, wow, wow. love it. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely keep an eye on this Bridie Farrell campaign. But speaking of people who have run for office, it's time for a Barbara Kay update. Barbara Kay. Well, she <laughs> she dropped out of the race, endorsed what's her name, and then what's her name didn't win. Yeah, Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she's got COVID. Yeah, so she has released like a series of videos talking about her journey. She talks about the fact that she is fully vaccinated and has been for months and seems to be one of those breakthrough cases. And she seems to also be, I wouldn't say like she is really struggling, but she seems pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the whole point, she's trying to get the point across like, hey, be careful. You should still get vaccinated, though. Like, who knows how I would be if not, I was not vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. I know. There's this guy that I saw a video of today that's been going around who was, like, basically on death's door. Yes. And he was being interviewed um, by some news organization. And they're in the hospital with him. And they're like, so to avoid all this, if you could go back, would you still – would you get vaccinated? And he was like, no. I think there's something wrong with the vaccines. I would go through all of this again. He was in the ICU. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. come on. Ooh, it's like, <laughs> to be on death's door and, th- and think like, oh, but I just don't feel good about this vaccine that millions and millions of people already take. <laughs> people can jump through hoops to make what they believe true in their brains in a way that is actually frightening. Yeah. Um, on a similar note, I talk about in the pre-show this week, how like I thought I might be a breakthrough case this past week. Um, but luckily after a test, like all is good in the cursed household. Um, good. but we talk about that. Leah mob robes, uh, the Alana Glazer movie, false positive, Brendan stalking um, Heather Dubrow. <laughs> can I also say yes on that for a second? I just read on Dumois yeah. some, information that allegedly happened at the first all cast uh filming last night yeah. um for oc and apparently according to jumois so like obviously this is all legend yeah. um apparently shannon got upset because heather asked her how david and the kids were in front of john the new boyfriend yeah yeah a- and uh shannon apparently like pitched a fit but john and the other woman apparently didn't have a problem with 
Heather's line of questioning. I'm assuming she asked, like, how's co-parenting going with David, your ex-husband, right? Maybe. Or Heather could just be trying to take down the Bedores. I mean, she did it once and she (laughs) will do it again. Oh, well, this gives me hope, especially, like, for there to be a riveting first get-together, I think is important. I'm so interested to see how they will all come together and explain Heather and Shannon coming together again, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, will it be, like, Heather's with her friend Noella, and Noella also knows, like, this group of people, and, like, is it going to be that type of thing? Because originally I thought it was going to be, like, maybe Tamara's friend of that brings them all together, but who knows? I'm I'm so excited. I I haven't been this excited since. I need to knock on wood and stop talking about Heather because... (laughs) We might give her the curse. Yeah, you can't stand. (laughs) Okay, and now yet one more segment that we are bringing back this week is Care or Don't Care with regards to the announcement that The Surreal Life is returning for a seventh season after being long dormant. Yeah, so this was a show that aired kind of like in the VH1 glory days when they had all this like celebrity and all those like flavor of love shows and a bunch going on on VH1. We obviously cover mostly Bravo, but this show I will make an exception for because I think it is filling the celebrity big brother mm. hole in my heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, interestingly enough, it, it began on, I want to say like WB or CW, probably mm-hmm. WB because it's really that old, and then jumped to VH1 eventually. Right. And everything that was celebrity um on VH1 was birthed out of this show. I know. And it's like, there were so many icons on the show. Like Vern Troyer was on the Mm -hmm. show. Tammy Faye Baker was on the show at one point. And I think this is a deep cut, but I think there's an episode of the surreal life in Tammy Faye Baker's season where Tammy Brown from RuPaul's Drag Race makes an appearance. I was going to, I was actually going to confirm that right now. Cause like the fact that, that Tammy Brown is as a cameo appearance in the surreal life well before her drag race stays is pretty iconic. And in all-star season one, Tammy Brown went on to play uh, Tammy Faye in whatever they, whatever game they played that was like not snatch yeah, game that yeah. year, but they all dressed up like celebrities. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So care, don't care. We have the cast that I guess is either currently filming or about to start filming. So we're going to run through this. Brendan, you tell me if you care or don't care about each person. Okay. First up, NBA pro Dennis Rodman. I care. Oh. I'm aware that he's like problematic, but I feel like the 90s, Dennis Rodman, when he was like at his height, he was wearing the wedding dress. He was like with Carmen Electra. It was like a pop culture moment that was like, I wasn't invested in, but it is ingrained in my head. Okay. So... I'm of two minds of this. Part of me felt like I am almost surprised he was not already on this. Right, exactly. He was like prime for it back then. <laughs> and then, But then part two, you got to remember when he was on Celebrity Apprentice, how like weird and almost kind of shy he was. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how he will interact with this group that we will go through. Sometimes we need a shy person on the cast. I mean, look at Pandora Box on All Star oh Six. God. Yes, we're going to get to that in a minute. But okay, so next up, rapper August Alsina. I 
I don't think I've ever interacted with any of their content, so I unfortunately don't don't care. Okay, so I have no idea who he is, other than an entanglement with August, the Jada Pinkett Smith. <gasps> it's him? Yes, yes. Oh, then I definitely fucking care. Oh my god. Yes. Of course I care. Let's bring him to the red table. Let's bring him to the pink table. The Entanglement with August remix song is like was a song of the summer at one point. Right. I love that. Yeah, so I, I'm curious to like get to know him. Yeah, same. Of course. I, yeah. It, oh my god, I care so like, much. I don't know a single s- song or anything. You know? Now I'm going to go, after we record, I'm going to go deep diving in his Instagram. See what's up. Yeah. Okay, next up, adult film star Stormy Daniels. I care because I'm invested in her, like, getting her checks, mm. like, getting work. Yeah. Uh, also, like, she's been on The View a few times. I really liked her when she appeared. Yeah. Yeah, I think I care as well. Yeah. Um. Next up, now that you mentioned Big Brother... Singer slash reality TV star Tamar Braxton. It is care with a capital C. <laughs> a Big Brother winner. A Big Brother winner of the game, the competition, but also like winning us over in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because like Connor being to the show used to stand so hard for her and we'd be like shut mm-hmm. up connor and then well because his track record usually isn't good erica jane <laughs> but like i mean with tamar i think he was right yeah he was right for sure okay next up frankie munez from malcolm in the middle you know what i care okay go on especially like after wandavision kind of like reference malcolm in the middle mm. i feel like <laughs> Now's the moment. Now's the moment for Frankie. Yes. Also, I like haven't had eyes on him in a while, so I'd like to see what like what he looks like, what he's up to. Yeah. I bet he's like my guess is he's like selling Bitcoin. Doesn't he seem like the type? He seems like a possibly a Bitcoiner. I I actually like haven't seen him in a while. I could picture him like getting into bodybuilding or something. Oh yeah, that's what that one guy did, Jonathan Lip. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but I feel like Frankie Muniz like stayed out of trouble. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I feel like he and Shia LaBeouf were kind of like, like on the same track. Like they reside in the same like corner of my brain, and then like the the the, the path in the wood diverged. Like Robert Frost said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Frankie is on the right track, baby. He was born this hopefully, way. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, is the is the mom from that show still around? Uh, she's married to the guy from. West Wing, I want to say, Bradley. Yeah, Bradley. Whitford? Bradley, something or another. Aren't is it? Isn't the, she? Bradley Whitford from Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Is she married to? Him? I think I think they are married. Why hasn't she? Why hasn't she been acting? I feel like it's her moment. I feel like she can have a. Her name's Jane something, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but like I would imagine Malcolm in the Middle. Like that is a syndicated show that I think is still airing somewhere on some corner of the TV. I feel okay. like she must be rich. But didn't the dad go on to be to break yeah, bad? He, Wasn't he breaking bad? He broke bad. bad. Um, but you know, I feel like for some people, and I really admire it, like the people that like come into this business make a shit ton of money and they're just like, see you later, alligator. It's that it's that poem, some people come into your lives and quickly leave. <laughs> Others like stay a while and make footprints in your heart. She's not doing the footprints in her heart, she's leaving. Lots of poetry. <laughs> <Did> I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, 
Kim Coles from Living Single. Oh, yes. I care. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, we had Kim Fields on Atlanta. It's time for Kim Coles mm-hmm. on Surreal Life. Give us all the Kims. Give us the Kims. Okay. Wrestler CJ Perry. I don't care. Um, And I don't think I'm going to care. Yeah, I don't. But prove me wrong. I don't care, but, like, maybe if he's, like, a Bella's adjacent or, like, you know... Has like adjacent to someone with a reality pedigree, I would have a little bit more faith. Maybe I just like, I like the Bellas. <laughs> the Bellas, uh, the Bellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't care about them necessarily. I mean, like the only the only wrestlers I care about are like John Cena and The Rock. Oh, and the Miz. And the Miz. Did you see the Miz was recently at that celebrity baseball game with JoJo Siwa and Karamo? <laughs> no, but I'm like happy for them all. <laughs> Me too. Okay, and last and maybe least, YouTuber Manny Mua. Well, this is the LGBT, so we got to have the LGBT. Okay. Is this the representation you want to see on this real life? I don't I don't know anything. I know that like uh I've heard the name. I know the face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just like know also that these YouTubers and the beauty YouTubers yeah. tend to be like messy and have all like their little dramas. Yeah. So it's like, we can't stand because like, what if, what has he had to apologize for? Yeah, you know? The Muas make me nervous. Mm-hmm. Like we went through that road down that road with um, Tati and James Charles. Right. So I'm sure Manny is mixed up in there somewhere. It took me a very long time to know what Mua was. <laughs> oh my god. For those like me who did not know, it's makeup artist. I think most people who have like Wi-Fi know that. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, uh, if you didn't know now, you do know. Are you excited for this real life premiering this fall? Yes. Can you clue me back in? Like, what's the format? I think we're like living in a house. I think we have like produ- produced storylines. Like the pro- the producers okay. are making them do things. But it's not like Big Brother where it's like comps and like no. people get kicked out. I don't. Okay. I, yeah, I don't think there's any of that. You know, I would love to see. I would have loved to see like someone maybe a little bit older. I guess Dennis Rodman is is maybe filling that like bracket. Yeah. But like, I would have loved to see like like an elderly celebrity. Okay, I would have loved, being that we are in the Viacom family, MTV, VH1, this is coming to VH1, I would have loved a Rue Girl. Oh, yes. I love when they put Rue Girls on these shows. Like when Alaska was on uh, the Celebrity Horror Story or whatever that was called. What was that called? I don't remember. Yeah. The celebrity show where she was in a house that was haunted with like Eva from Atlanta and everyone. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I want VH1 to be using the Rue Girls because, like, I feel like they're really relegated to World of Wonder these days. They really are. Wow Presents Plus or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, Surreal Life. Wow. Okay. Next up, there's some news over in the Vanderpump Rules world. Sheena Shea is engaged, which comes as no surprise. Like, she recently gave birth to the, the baby with that man. I, like, thought she was already engaged. She, like, gave birth to a baby with a... Aquaman. Yeah. Um, I feel like this probably happened like as a story beat. Yes, for sure. It's going to be featured on the show. I'm betting you. And 
the word on the street is that the show wrapped. So being that this was just announced, it sounds like a like season finale event. That was quick, right? Yeah, I feel like we just started a few minutes ago. Are they rushing because Vanderpump Rules hasn't been on the air on the air for like so long that they need something? I feel like they want to just like th- get it back up on the air. I wonder also if maybe they are trying new things out this this year mm-hmm. and like let's see if it works or not and then move on. Yeah, I have a feeling that it is going to be Charlie's world that we're all living mm, in. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, and one last news item. Andy Cohen announced that he is releasing a new book. It is called Glitter Every Day, 365 Quotes from Women I Love. I know. And the cover is like a ton of very famous Hollywood women, right? In in that art style that's that he does for his book covers. And th- there was one woman that I had I knew who she was, but felt out of place amongst Cher, Whoopi Goldberg, Diane Keaton, Dolly Parton. So I tweeted at Andy, can you please identify this woman? And you, along with like many mean online people, (laughs) (laughs) like dragged me like, how dare you like not know this? Are you not a Housewives fan? I mean, the drawing, it's obviously Vicky Gunvalson. Like, there's no way around it. She's even holding the cell phone where she's yelling about the little little family van. If you look at that scene, she's wearing the same outfit. Like, there's no – and it's Andy Cohen's book. Of course it's going to be a housewife. I understand. But my point is that it's all – like, we got Sarah Jessica Parker, Joan Rivers, Kim Kardashian. There's not one other – even like a reality TV person on the cover. So I just wanted to you be just sure. said You just said Kim, you just said Kim Kardashian, oh, well, to me, like, who is a reality TV person. She tra- famously, she tra- famously. She transcends. <laughs> she transcends. <laughs> I mean, it's Andy Cohen. He does highbrow, lowbrow. I'm, I've heard him talk about it on his radio show. It sounds like there's a lot of quotes from different housewives mm. as part of their 365. Okay. So it's not only going to be Vicky, but it looks like Vicky's the only one to make it onto the cover. I feel like he's throwing her a bone because mm. he fired her, or not he fired her, but the, the company fired yeah. her. Uh, I also only bring this up as well because I, I mean, I've definitely like laid off, but there was a moment where I would like troll Andy too much maybe (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i'm like "Mm, i wonder if i'm muted or not this was just not even it was a quote tweet of his tweet announcement and yeah and like he surprisingly responded confirming that it was vicky gumbleson and tagging her giving her the the kadoos good did she acknowledge Uh, she did not acknowledge she's too busy buying and selling nfts i know okay i had a dream about cryptocurrency the other night and i like don't even know what it is an nft is an art that is cryptocurrency (laughs) right something like that yeah 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 like i can buy like your tweet yeah sure buy it okay it's for sale (laughs) (laughs) okay we also wanted to just quickly dip into big brother and drag race since we have been keeping up with it and enjoying both i would say yeah, Big Brother is going better this season than last season. Um, I just think the casting has been so much better, so that that's like yielding better results in general. Yeah, we're recording as 
an eviction episode is airing, but it's pretty clear who is being voted off this week. Mm-hmm. And it's like totally good and fine that French fry is going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, watch it be the other person. Oh, my God. No, I hope not. Because she is giving me drama. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just it's just a good season. Who knows where I'll be in, like, two weeks. It's so change. It's so ever-changing with Big Brother, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, like, I kind of am just kind of rooting for most of these people. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, like, Derek X is oh. the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. He's got to chill with uh, winning competitions, though. I know, but I mean, he's good at it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love him. He is a star. So many of them are stars. Um, but speaking of stars, how about the all-stars over in Drag Race? Also having a great time with them. Yeah. It's, it's this thing where I think it's casting, too. And they picked... When the cast list was announced, I think a lot of people were like, what? Like, yeah. eh, these aren't like, like the major players in like the, all, in the drag race universe, but they work so well together. It's so interesting. I'm loving every episode. I'm like at the point where I'm like, I don't want any of these people to go home now. Yeah. I'm like, I want them all to stay forever because I like them so much. Yeah. I mean, it, I, we mentioned this before, but it's good when there's not a clear person who should be winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, this most recent uh, elimination. I was fucking devastated. I love that queen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it because it's only yeah, it's French Friday after. So I love that queen, but it's like I don't want any of them to go home. Yeah. I don't think even even people who I came in like not really thinking I didn't like that much. I'm like maybe I maybe I enjoy this person. It's wild. Yeah. And also the other great thing is the lip syncs from week to week have all been great i would say yes yes particularly the episode that just aired was very important for like a multitude of reasons it took me everything i had to not text you while i was watching because i didn't want to spoil it for you um it's just it's so good i love the lip sync assassins i love the little gag they did last episode Mm. where like they were like and the lip sync assassin is bianca del rio and like the thing about bianca del rio she never had to ever lip sync and she never will lip sync as part of her act ever so it was like funny and then it was actually uh um uh oh my god mayhem miller mayhem miller yeah my mind kept on wanting to say ministry (laughs) the ministry of magic (laughs) mayhem miller (laughs) Uh, Bianca Del Rio would be a great option for the surreal life. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like her career, I feel like some of these Queens who are successful from drag race would almost think something like the surreal life is like detrimental to their career as it projects forward because the surreal life is viewed as something where people go to revive Mm -hmm. careers, you know? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, wow. So we're having a great time like outside of Bravo, but inside of Bravo, we got three episodes this week, and I gotta say, loved all three. Roni mm-hmm. haters be damned. This was probably the best episode of Roni this season. Season, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But let's pick it up with Potomac, our episode two of season six. We're chugging along, loving life in Potomac. We're picking up at the titty party. I know we're still we're still tits out. <laughs> tits out for the boys. <laughs> um the poor woman serving us chef uh is trying to like tell us what we're eating and then 
That was pure comedy, though. Yeah. Every single time, Wendy would interrupt the fight yeah. to make sure that the chef got her moment to tell us what we were eating yeah. was perfect. Yeah. I loved Mia saying, oh, I think Giselle, I think you have a good heart. <laughs> like, as she is like dragging the friend that brought her into this situation. I know, but it's like, I feel like it's like new girl. I've watched all these women on TV. Mm. And now that I'm in the inner circle, I want to like do everything I can to be good with these women. Sure. Sure. Who are like these stars I've been watching. I would be doing that to Giselle. I mean, like, you know, I'd be doing that to Giselle regardless. I mean, the thing is at this point, and I think this is true across all the shows, except maybe a, a, to the, a less extent with Beverly Hills, because I don't get the vibe from Crystal so much. But like, the new girls have watched the show, mm-hmm. so they are kind of like coming in as fans. <laughs> Which, like, I don't hate. Like when Ebony joined Roni in the first couple episodes, we like she was like blatantly like. Yeah familiar with these women who she quote unquote just met Mm -hmm. i i kind of enjoyed that because it's like reality of where we are in this franchise it's interesting watching like the alliance of wendy and karen solidify since they were on opposite ends last year it is so wild yeah i wonder i've listened to i've listened to a couple interviews with karen and basically she said her and Wendy, like, after the reunion, decided to have, like, a come-to-Jesus moment and, like, start over and, like, try to build a friendship, which I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, I think Karen's reason for not liking Wendy was, like, really stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole, like, oh, like, she says she's a doctor, but blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, move on from that. Like, you're, are, know, you, a, are you a grand dame, too? Like, what, what does this, any of this mean? And little do we know, this would become a, like, countrywide conversation when people tried to drag dr jill biden Mm. later that same year right and yeah i mean like we have karen just saying random things that don't make sense that she later gets confronted about during this episode i kind of love it though yeah just throw everything out there yeah 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 um and then we're kind of just like packing it up and we get the shot of Mia asking for everyone's phone numbers. Mm, especially Giselle, which is the important especially one. Especially Giselle. And you see you see um you see Wendy in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, before we get to that paying off, we have like a few moments with the women. Karen visiting Ashley was fun for me. Oh, I know. I hate being up in that um apartment. I, I hate being up in that apartment, but I like when there's visitors, if that makes sure. sense. And I love Karen and Ashley together as well. I do too. Yeah. Except I don't think Dean likes them together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, De- when they showed, when they showed Dean like drinking his drink and like comparing it to his dad, I was like, <laughs> that is nasty. Wow, wow, wow. Um, but yeah, Karen, like, just saying, like, oh, I thought this, it just sounded good together. This sing sing mm-hmm. in the hot box. It's like, what are, what are we doing here? I know. I still, I'm still confused about that, but I'm glad that she said it. Uh, I mean, there's been some explanation online and, like, her subsequent Watch What Happens Live interview mm-hmm. where she was saying, like, it's a, me- like, she thought it was a mental institution or something. Right. Like I said, I'm still 
confused as to what she's talking about because I think she's still confused as to what she was well, talking there, about as well. I think that then it goes deeper in terms of there being some rumor that like during Giselle and um, Jamal's relationship, Jamal. that like Giselle kind of had a breakdown that required like, <clears throat> mental health assistance. This is new. This is new information. To yeah, me. I mean, this is a rumor. This is alleged, and I like hope it's not the case. And it's like particularly dirty for Karen, Karen to bring up if that is the yeah, because like Karen is is pretending to be offended by this line that Giselle had in a confessional about Ray being in the ground before her beauty fades. The fact that this has come up, what, four years later, as a thing that Karen is newly offended by, is exactly why I love Karen Huber. She went back to the archives. Exactly. Yeah, she studied the old clips. (laughs) When that person found the clip of, of Michael Darby, like, grabbing... A producer's ass on camera. Right. Karen was like, let me see what I can find. <laughs> right. And if I'm to break this down, so Giselle said that in response yes. to something really ugly that Ray said about her to her face. And that's kind of what is surprising me in terms of Giselle's reaction to this is I would like my response would be like, what your husband said to me is so disgusting and demeaning to all women that Mm -hmm. like i need to find a man before my beauty fades right do you think like from the conversation that giselle understands exactly where this little bit of information came from in order to like make that pronouncement that that karen knows where this information came from you mean no no that just like Giselle's only hearing this information from Karen without the whole context of the whole clip that we were served. So she might not necessarily remember remember that what she said was in direct response to something like really awful that he said, which is why she's not equipped with like the information to have a comeback. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. 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 Wow. I didn't think of it. So like I could see it. I could see a world at the reunion where she is uh, able to come back with that because she has now seen the entire yes, context. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Because like if I told if if I told you to drop dead, I wouldn't necessarily know what prompted me mm. to get there unless like if it was four years later, yeah. you know. Which she was not telling him to drop dead. Like, right? Karen is building this bridge there somehow. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Anywho, okay, so that was that. Speaking of Giselle, we are getting a grand tour of the West Wing, which when when Robin is like gasping in disgust at your home, we have a problem. <laughs> I know nothing about real estate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but like I know the word curb appeal mm. and this house does not have that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, thankfully, I don't think she's really like on a curb in terms of like, you're driving down the block and you're going to pass his house. Like it's, she seems to be like into the thick of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's into the thick of it. Um, but like what I mean yes. is like, isn't curb appeal yes, 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 like, yes, yes. from the outside the way you see the yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. I think like, doesn't she live on a hill? I would have built down. I think that is part of the problem is that it, she's already like the house is already built down. So that when you're pulling right. up to it, like I think so much of it is like on the other side of the hill. It's like, is she ever going to be able to resell this? It, I mean, I, I okay. So from the outside, the West Wing is like heinous, right? But at least mm-hmm. the West Wing seems to have 
miraculously avoided the like purple, magenta, black and white, so, like whatever gold storyline is going on during the main yeah, portion she, of the house. She did it well. The thing about her, the main part of the house is it looks like a college apartment where you're like getting furniture like off the street and like that kind of thing when you're just trying to but you do you know what i mean sure and i'm our biggest fan yes and it's like it's that and then there's the west wing that's like jutting out like a tree house yeah yeah yeah. like would it help if she built like an east wing and had another jut out like a castle or even it out a little bit (laughs) but like the exterior is just not matching like the main house either because she built this on a fucking ranch she built this like obstruction on a ranch house Yeah, yeah yeah Ooh, okay. Um, but yeah, they're just kind of talking about Giselle's relationship and Jamal living in the phone. They both don't seem to be in great places in their relationships. <laughs> I know. And it, this is like, the conversation felt like Giselle knows it's over. And like, everyone around Giselle is like trying to like, what if you did this? And Giselle's like, no, it's yeah, over. Yeah. And it's like, that's good. Then let's just like... S- Set him into the wind or whatever. So after all that, the three girls need to take their turn at dragging Giselle after Karen (laughs) was done with her. Good. Good. I love them saying, like, they don't care about their mom's opinion on the men that they date. Because who is she to have an opinion? When she was talking and she was, like, trying to be like, well, athletes suck because this, this, this. And they're like, well, like that's what that's what a relationship is like you work through issues like that with your partner i mean it's it's one of those classic housewives things where like the children of like somebody who is seen as like crazy or delusional sometimes like really have their heads like screwed on tight and right i mean they're they're following in the footsteps of like seemingly normal children that have come before like them. Like Brianna. Like Brianna, yeah. Um, okay, let's head over to the Osefos. We're having a family meal together. And mm. um, Wendy's mom wants to replace her flapjacks. Good. And she thinks the, the family should pay for it. Let's get some hotcakes there uh, yeah. or whatever. Is that what they call them at McDonald's? Yes, I think so. And this is where Wendy reveals her grand business idea candles a candle which i was trying to do the math in terms of like okay we're filming this dallas is airing but tiffany wasn't really promoting her candles so much on the show was more like around the show online yeah 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 um but we got another candle line baby (laughs) i'll buy oh okay okay Uh, why not i mean I just don't see like the synergy with like the Wendy Osefo brand. Mm-hmm. It's like a candle that you can study next to mm. to become a doctor and get four degrees. Yeah. I just feel like she could, she could have gone a different direction. What that direction is. I don't quite know, but like, <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, like an ice cold, like beverage called four degrees, mm, you know, four degrees. Yes. But that too, Tiffany Moon is coming out with the three moon wine. So <laughs> I know, but that was already like she's already been doing yeah, that for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, I support anything the doctor when he wants to do. Although I gotta say, like, I love her, but I'm not on her side a ton. 
so far in these two episodes. <laughs> Dr. Wendy's biggest fan has given up on her. Surface uh, fan, I okay. would say. Uh, is there anything else before we need to get to the love party? I guess just like Giselle getting the Ferrero Rocher invitation and throwing it in the garbage. Just throwing it out. <laughs> I mean, I would have at least eaten the Ferrero Rochers. Those are good. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we do need to get to Mia in her penthouse. Family dynamics. Yes. She lives right on the harbor in, or the bay, whatever it's called. Yes. In uh, Baltimore. Which, shout out to, I believe it was Adam. Adam. In our Facebook group, which if you haven't joined yet, go to comethroughqueen.com, join the private Facebook group. He mapped out an approximation of where all the women live. And it's shocking to see on, on paper. Yeah. Make sure you join the Facebook group, not like, like the page. That's still confusing for people. Um, do but both. That is a really do both, but like the group is more important. Okay. Um, that is a really good map, and I want to do the same for Atlanta because it's similar, similar, similarly mm-hmm. uh, spread out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but Mia seeing her in action with G and the kids, I definitely felt better than I thought it was going to feel for me. In in terms of G has like a very young energy. Like we're not getting like a Tom Girardi situation. Right. We're right. not even getting like a Michael Darby situation. And like, he's helping out with like making the cupcakes and like doing all that, which is good. Yeah. But like, obviously he can't do it as good as she does. Yeah. She's like girl bossing about or whatever. Yeah. Leaning in. I think it's also interesting to, I don't think we see this story a ton in terms of like, Okay, the man worked and made all this money, and the wife kind of got involved in it and has taken the reins, and he's almost semi-retired, like home with the kids. What is what is the business? The chiropractor uh, franchise. Oh, yeah. Chiropractors, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Mia's bringing something here. Yeah. I like, I like Mia. Yeah. She's like sliding right in amongst the girls. Yeah, and I liked, I love that little daughter who pitched the fit about no sprinkles because, mm. like, you need sprinkles if you're gonna have cupcakes. Uh, I, I could take her or leave him. There was a cupcake company named Sprinkles. Famous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they're rest in peace. Yeah. So are all <laughs> cupcake companies except for like Magnolia and baked by Melissa. <laughs> oh my god! No offense, but <laughs> like swe- when the those sweaty cupcakes. <laughs> When when a baked by Melissa tray shows up in the office like table in the lunchroom, I'm like, I will take that cake batter one and I will enjoy. Oh, it. I thought you were gonna say I'm gonna take them and throw them in the garbage like Giselle on those Ferrero Rochers. No, because I'm not going to waste food. Because okay. you know what is happening with people? There's a there's a problem in this. There's world. a problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We also have to check in with Candace, filming a scene for a pilot she's shopping around. Good. Which. I was excited when we jo- when we hopped into the scene, thinking it's going to be like another, like like that Christmas movie that she filmed last year. Right, and she's in that Netflix thing with Brandy Glanville, right? Oh yeah, but that's just like, like a cameo moment, I think. Right. But I I want her to have like another big moment, and a little disappointed to see that this is just something that she's filming and shopping around. Yeah, I agree. I think she will have a moment actually. Yeah. I, but I also worry for her in terms of like, are we trying to do too much at once? Maybe. I mean, I think she has to. 
Well, yeah. Stri- in order to be successful, like it's like, come on. Strike while the iron is hot. But it seems if like that is the mentality, then hold off on the NBA until like you're off the show, like a like an Alex McCormick mm-hmm. situation. Right. True. You know, like that could wait. That like, you don't need to be a star to be in to be an NBA. But she's on a cast with someone with four degrees, mm. so she needs another degree to keep sure, up. Sure, yeah, you got to keep up with the Joneses with the degrees. Keep up with the Osefos. Hello. Okay. Let's head over to Karen's for the love party. Okay. Love. Love Love is a theme. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, it's an extension of like Karen's bullying of Giselle. Because she's throwing this party and everyone bring your, bring your partner when she knows that Giselle's not bringing anybody. I know. I love that for us. Um, do you think they should have incorporated some tennis thematics mm. because of love on the tennis court? I feel like you, you love that it's called love. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. That was like the only interesting part. when I, Whenever I had to be around tennis, I was like, ha they sometimes say love. Yeah. I got to say, and this is playing out now because we talked about the first episode. Are things getting too heavy between Giselle and Karen? I don't want people not showing up to filming events. I agree, but I mean, like, it's one event. We'll see them in the same room. It's it's different when it's at someone's home, okay, you know? Okay. Yeah, true, true, true. But, okay, Robin, you gotta show up. Get out of bed. She's, she's sleeping. She's sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, like, kind of interesting that for years you've been saying that Robin was sleepy, and then, like, she <laughs> heard you say that, and she decided to get sleepy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, like, roll with it, for sure. <laughs> Okay, everyone's getting together. I feel like everyone's jiving together. Like, G is just coming in, meeting the men. Mm-hmm. It's good. But Wendy is just on Mia's neck. I know. Why? Is it... A storyline? Is it a storyline? Is it a video? Is it the fact that Wendy is now, like big woman on campus mm. she's been here for a year she's gotten her glow up and yeah. like now she's got to put the newbies in place sure. okay and like i said i'm not really agreeing with a ton that wendy is doing namely her point about getting giselle's number now i'm gonna pull the curtain mm-hmm. for a moment all these girls on all these shows have like group group texts together so clearly she's just kind of Get it, like being able to get in touch with everyone so that they can discuss and plan and do and blah blah blah. Like you gotta you gotta speak to everyone on this show. I think it's a kind of interesting storyline and like thing, and I think she's not completely wrong here, Wendy. Okay. I'm not saying she's right, yeah. but it's also like Karen's not complaining, so it's not necessarily your fight. To exactly. Fight. Yeah. But but maybe you're being Karen's pit bull this season mm. because like last season you were against Karen. It's interesting for you to be with Karen this year. So it's also I'm not I'm not mad at it. At least like we're, it's interesting. It's also interesting that Wendy is aligning herself with Karen, whereas Candace seems to be aligning herself with the bandits. And Candace and Wendy were the ones who were friends last year. I know. It's these women know how to play the game, buddy. It's they are moving around like chess or whatever. Shit. I don't really know how to play chess, but it feels like it. I'll teach you one day. <laughs> I actually did take a um 
I was in the gifted classes <laughs> in elementary and middle school, and we always had to like leave one day a week. And the first one I was in was like we were studying like medieval times mm. or whatever. Like I had to fucking like build a, I had to build a catapult out of a rap rat trap one time. Mm. Anyways, that also included learning how to play chess. But it's like I don't. Sounds like you weren't that gifted if you can't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time. I know that one goes in the L shape, one can go diagonal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just know that checkers is easier. Yeah, but not as fun, and like you don't got the the characters. You know, it's just flop pieces on the on the board. You know, it's going viral recently. The scene in from like the first Harry Potter movie mm. where they're trying to get to the Sorcerer's Stone, and like they're doing chess, and it, it's the scene where like Ron has to be like uh, he has to. Uh, let himself get hit yeah, or whatever yeah. and people are like on tiktok i know that you don't look at tiktok you only see tiktoks once they hit twitter yeah. but um everyone's like doing lip syncs to that scene and it's really funny lips because it's like <laughs> it's like 11 year olds acting so like the acting is like really bad uh, but are, is someone like hitting them during the lip sync it's just it's yeah, it's hard to explain a TikTok. You just have to go find it on TikTok. Sure, please show please show me one of these lip sync assassins when you get the chance. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, so they're just kind of bickering, and then it's there's the fingers in the face, and oh, what are you going to do about it? And it's kind of a call back to Monique and Candace, and everyone's like, uh, <laughs> not in our house. Yeah, and then we play the newlywed game. I love the idea of the newlywed game it's so fun i just wish i could find someone to play it oh with. my god Let, let's <laughs> let's take care of that baby i i do i did love ashley hosting it as well though that was fun actually doing anything 100 months pregnant is a lot of fun for me this season i know the graphic design work was fun because mm-hmm. like they put up like the faces with the answers and everything the team names were fun yeah katie ross being evoked was oh, fun katie ross when she was invoked, I jumped out of my seat. I know. Ray, come Ray. on. Ray! <laughs> but we came from Jesus being Candace and uh, Chris's name was entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. What, what's your read on Chris? Um, well, it's interesting that he, you know, he sold the restaurant, which makes sense mm-hmm. in the time of Cornova. Um, but it seems like he's putting a lot of the eggs in the basket of supporting Candace at this point. Being husband, what did they call it? Husbandger? Husbandger. Much like momager. Yeah. Which, you know, might make sense career-wise. To me, it doesn't because it's like she's one cog in a, uh, ensemble show Mm -hmm. And it's like, not like the Kardashians. It's not getting the ratings of the Kardashians. They don't have the followers of the Kardashians. So it's like, what? What's the end game? Well, what's I, the Avengers end game? Well, that's that's why I think like, okay, she is throwing many darts at the dartboard, and let's see which one hits the bullseye. Right. You know, she's just trying like fields that are pretty difficult. Is the thing. Which I, I gotta say though, drive back song of the summer. I know. I noticed you listening to it on Spotify yesterday. I, I do got to say, I am a little bit more attached to ICU after not being into it for one or two years. Is that another one of? Well, her that's songs? the one that she like originally sang at her wedding, and then recorded the remix to it, 
And then Drive Back is the new song that she actually released a music video for, which you have to watch because the girls come out to support and they're all filming the video with her. Oh, good. Maybe I'll watch it in a couple weeks. Or okay, something. okay. <laughs> I, all that to say is like, I feel like Chris is, there's a kindness mm. about him that I like. Yeah. I like when they do like a husband-wife confessional together. I do too, even though like his choices in clothing are very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. It's very David's Bridal vibes. Mm, men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse. Uh, I do like that he chose Giselle mm. of the women from the group that he would want to be with. I like that he's a Giselle super fan. That, that I think probably more than anything endeared him to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Jizzy fans unite. Okay, let's pack it up here in Potomac and head on up to Salem, Massachusetts with the Roni ladies. So, so. <laughs> I feel like they're bringing something this episode. This episode was something. And I feel like Bershawn has weird energy that we've never seen on these shows before. Mm. And I'm like not hating it. Yeah. So, I mean, this gets broken down over the course of the episode, but it was so strange that we were teased with the fight and then we go, we go to bed and then Leo wakes up in the morning and recounts the fight via flashback. Mm-hmm. And the fight made very little sense. It was just essentially Sonia again being triggered by getting called drunk. I know. And then like starting to like get in Bershawn's face and the Bershawn just like going after it was, it was a mess, but it was like interesting to watch because it was the producers coming mm-hmm. in and like saving the day. Then Sonia like hitting the oh. fire extinguisher thing. Yes, aggressive. There was an element of comedy in terms of Leah mob trying to break it up, but not affect her nose job. Right. Yeah. Right. I guess it really is bad if you get hit in the nose right after a nose job. Like that screws things up. I think it probably would screw it up real bad. Yeah. That's probably the most sensitive plastic surgery space, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so that transpires. I mean, they were already in a bad place even before this fight, but this fight is kind of next level. Right, because Bershawn was calling Sonia a clown, yada, yada, yada. So... What do you make of two cast members getting like full spaceship glam every day? <laughs> Have you seen ET? Yeah, that that particular scene with the the people in, wearing like the astronaut outfits freaked the fuck out of me as a kid. Well, imagine kids watching Roni this week. Uh, they too would be Them. freaked. Out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah reminded me of ET, and it's like wow, it's like. Full glam for Salem. Yeah. Not to put not to put down Massachusetts. I mean, I feel like there's can be full glam moments in Massachusetts. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but for like walking around Salem and going to like going to lunch at like a weird it almost felt like a hotel restaurant, but it wasn't. Because it was in like Newburyport. Yeah. It, it, we took a long journey to get there. I loved sitting in silence for, for the car ride. <laughs> I know. I mean, when they were like, what if we just all agree to sit in silence for the car? I'm like, 
Are y'all kidding I know, me? I know. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But they they kept us busy once we were there, and I gotta say, Bershawn's apology was like one of the best apologies ever on one of these shows. Mm-hmm. And it took Sonia a moment to hear it, but then she did accept it. Yeah, it was it was like a nice little moment, I thought. I think what happened, and this is kind of a throwback to what I just mentioned a little earlier in the episode, is Bershawn is a fan of the show. So when she's saying mm-hmm. she's acting familiar with the ladies, I don't think she's just simply acting familiar with them. She's acting like she knows them because she does know them because she watches them on TV. And she thinks Sonya's a clown on the show. <laughs> yes, exactly. So... I think I said it last week, but like there are points to what Bershawn was saying, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. like the time or the place or the person to be making those points. Yeah. I think it wasn't the person. It's like a brand new person who's coming onto this trip. Shouldn't necessarily be the one dropping those bombs, but I don't know. I I thought it was more interesting than what we've been getting this season. And I, I was kind of worried because at first I thought in the mid-season trailer, Rashawn wasn't around a lot, but then I saw her yeah. like on the trips and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we're, we're not done with her after Salem. Um, but the other women seem to be somewhat traumatized by the events of the prior night. Mm-hmm. I got to say, though, I loved the vibe of... Ramona, Lou, and Leah talking to each other. Oh, yeah. Before we headed out to lunch. Mm-hmm. And I like when Ramona's in a fun mood and, like, winking and, like, I don't know, like, even how to describe it. When Ramona winks, it's, like, the most unsettling Oh, thing. I think it's cute. No, it's cute and unsettling. Okay, okay, okay. You know? Sure. You know how, like, um... That little the gizmo before he turns into a gremlin, he's cute but unsettling. Okay, sure. It, that's Ramona winking. To sure, me. sure, sure. But yeah, they decide that they need to talk to Sonia, and we come back from our lunch. It's like we're we're kind of just killing time by traveling because we essentially have lunch only to come back and get ready for the next <laughs> meal. <laughs> I know it's not like we're walking around Newburyport or whatever. It's just like we're we're traveling for traveling sakes. And I think this kind of is the perfect time to just mention it. Like I don't think it's Roni's fault, but they are really suffering under filming during COVID. For Whereas sure. somehow some way Beverly Hills is like thriving due to it. Well, Beverly Hills just has more players and characters and like we have families and like all of that stuff. We're not seeing anything at home with the Roni women. It's like, well, I think part of the problem on Beverly Hills, it's, it's hard to get these women all together often. And Mm -hmm. the way it's being filmed, they kind of are being forced together a lot. Yeah. And I mean, Beverly Hills also has, the added bonus of a major lawsuit mm. that is like yes. ginormous and they have that to react to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like lose arrest essentially. Yeah. But even more. more. Oh yeah. More. Int- it's the most, it's like the most intense thing ever because lose arrest was like, we know what happened and it was over. Yeah. 
Erica's thing, we don't know who's guilty, who's innocent, like, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, sure, sure. But, but over in Roni, we're planning a intervention at a bar, <laughs> which... It's uh, like, after she's already had an espresso martini in her hand, it's like, what? It's just a little surprising that, like, two women who are working on their sobriety would think that this is a good idea. <laughs> it Yeah, it makes no sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, but it was interesting to see that Sonia was receptive only to Leah. Right. Wait, before we get there and deep into that, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to in the hotel lobby when Leah was walking down to go to oh. dinner or the, uh, or the seance or whatever, yeah. there was that random man who kind of wandered into the lobby and he was like obviously very confused by the presence of like cameras. Yes, yes. And he was just like, wandering around kind of and then leah said hi to him briefly i thought i thought that was a good yeah, that was a lot of fun <laughs> i mean i i feel like he genuinely had no idea why there was a camera there and then and then right. he just like sees this woman who clearly is dressed for the cameras mm-hmm. and he's like in a gray t-shirt yeah. and like jeans or shorts yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. wow legend okay the was there anything else about the intervention you had to say, or shall we move to the seance? No, the seance. Okay, this was a journey. I mean, we start, like, really strange in terms of, like, Prashan, you're a goat on a mountain, but you're not, like, on the mountain yet. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> and then Lou's like, okay, Lou, I'm feeling an uncle presence. And she's like, who? <laughs> so but then we land with the two grandmas to varying degrees Mm -hmm. yeah it seems as though despite the fact that ebony's grandmother just died she's coming in stronger than leah's grandmother Mm -hmm. and like ebony starts crying because katie loves her attitude and leah's grandmother it's like she's not coming in as strong because like she wouldn't necessarily believe all this stuff. So she's like resisting mm, or whatever. I wonder how that works. That was the narrative. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. And then like in, in the back of your brain, you're thinking about the producers helping this man and woman, right? Well, yeah. I mean like <laughs> we're getting really good with these psychic readings these days. I mean, think of the Jersey yes, ones yes, yes. like that we saw semi recently. Yeah. It's like we're get, we're honing really in. Yeah. Um, but like, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they give us something with Lou? Maybe it was. Maybe Lou just didn't even get where they were going. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. but it's also interesting because Lou. I think it was only in the last season. Maybe was talking so much about her relationship with her dad who passed away in writing her memoir. Mm-hmm. Which where is that book, by the way? Where is that book? It hasn't even been like really announced, has it? I thought it. Oh, maybe it hasn't. Because like Jorinda's been announced. I've, I some of these gals announced it, write it, and release it all in the time frame of us seeing Lou work on hers. I know Margaret exactly, Joseph's. exactly. Uh, I was happy to be a part of that Strand bookstore event. Yes, definitely. Um. Okay, but then we get to the, the last two, which sent me for a loop. I I know, especially the Ramona one had me 
in an internet K-hole last right, night. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go down that hole together as a family. Why don't we do Sonia's because it's a little easier? We never go down holes as a family. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sonia's just answered a lot of questions and painted like a large part of Sonia's coloring book that was like left blank for us for a very long time. We have never, ever, ever truly known anything about Sonia's family on her own side. Yes. The only stuff we've ever known is on the Morgan side. And she has siblings? <laughs> I did know that because there was the whole thing in season seven in our favorite episode where she mm. was talking about her sister coming up to babysit Quincy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But never mentioned again. I think we even mentioned a brother. This episode, maybe? It's just like, I wonder what her siblings think watching her on this show. Yeah, for sure. And it seems as though the father has caused a lot of the damage that Sonia is working through. And even... Is experiencing. And even the psychic as Sonia is being like, Oh no, I have a healer. I have a therapist. The psychic is like, no, you need more, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which might be the case. I read something somewhere today that was like, Sonia like pocketed all her trauma away and focused and her entire focus became like the six or seven years that she was with Mm. Mr. Morgan Because those were like the best years of her life. And so she's focused only on that. And I'm not a therapist. I don't know shit about that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. But it was interesting to me to hear like somebody put it in those terms. Like the the reason why she might be so focused on the Morgan years is because those were like what saved her from like everything that she went through in her childhood. So like the trauma of the Morgan years is better than the prior trauma. Right. Yeah. Okay, and then, Ramona, we've had, like, drips and drabs of familial stuff. We have her, like, crying in the forest, making mud pies. Yeah, and, like, we had that great scene with her and Dorinda and Bethany Mm -hmm. all talking in, like, upstate New York. So we've known about her dad and what she went through. We've met a sister. Tanya or Tanya. Yeah, Tanya, who was in season seven at the beginning um, and I have gone on my own little jaunts down the, uh, what's Mazur. her last name? Mazur, yeah. uh, way. I found her sister on Facebook years ago. Yeah. I rec- I checked back in on her last night. Yeah. Um, and then like I years ago looked up her brother because I had heard some stuff about them, like in the press that now that I look back again, it's like, there's a bunch of shit that he talked in the press about yeah. her. But the fact that he died two years ago, so in 2018, if this was filmed in the fall of uh, 2020, and we haven't heard, like, we as fans never heard anything from Ramona about it. It's just kind of wild. I mean, they were estranged for obvious reasons, but it's just like, the fact that it's coming up now, and we're like learning of his death now is just like it threw me for such a loop. And then we discovered he wrote a book with a woman who also that same woman wrote a book with Ramona's 
sister, who we come to find out is an out lesbian. Yeah. And her name's Sonia. Yes, which is like a whole nother level. <laughs> I know. Her name's Sonia, and she has written in the past that Ramona was written out of the will because Ramona was well off by the time the dad yeah. died and had her own money. And she was... Sonia says she was written out of the will because she's a lesbian. Which puts like a whole nother spin on Ramona not marching in the marriage equality march. I know. It's... it. There is a lot there down the Missouri path. I ordered the brother's book and we'll see if there's, if I learned anything about it from them. It's, it's truly wild. Yeah. It's just the fact that Ramona has like lived this prominent life in New York city, been a celebrity for 10, 12, 15 years now, like, and has this whole like family who is speaking out in the press about her, but it never got as much attention because she's like, not like Angelina Jolie or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like very, very interesting. Yeah. So that, I mean, the episode was good, but it led us down such a crazy path outside of the episode as well. I know. Um, I want to hear from the sister Tanya, the other sister, yeah. the one who Ramona has seems to have a relationship yeah, with. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Roni. Let's kick it over to La Quinta, which we learned is a town, but also like Mm -hmm. seemingly also Kyle's estate too. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also like the famous resort that was on the bachelor, Mm -hmm. like last season or two seasons ago, the first COVID bachelor season was all filmed. Okay. At Kyle's home. (laughs) At Kyle's home. No. (laughs) Okay. Are are we doing things before we get to La Quinta? I don't remember. I think we're just rolling up. No, we're packing. We're packing. Okay, we're packing. Because remember Sutton's empty suitcase? No, but I trust you. Oh, she really called Kyle and she's like, Kyle, Kyle. I'm just sitting here looking at a empty suitcase. Oh, you know what? I think I was like putting the finishing touches on cooking dinner as the beginning of this episode was airing. Yeah, and Kyle was there in La Quinta and she like, FaceTimed Garcelle, mm. who isn't there yet in this episode, and like showed her the house. Yeah. Garcelle, I missed that moment and I missed her the whole episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. She'll come tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And this, I mean, this whole episode was a very wild ride. I know. I like being at La Quinta. I, I know. I could stay here for five episodes. This house is nice. Uh, yeah, you know, I, it's a little, like, it's a little open air, right? I don't. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, it's nice for where it is. It's the desert, so you need that. Okay. I gotta say, loving Kathy Hilton's vibe this whole episode. (laughs) She's got a good vibe, man. (laughs) Huffing it up the stairs with that suitcase and, and Dorit swooping in to help her. One stare, one stare at a time, just like not knowing that Kyle makes lasagna, but then telling her how to make it. Yeah, put some oregano in, but bitch. don't put onions in it. Right, but don't you need onions for the sauce? You need onions in everything. Yeah, onions essentially go in everything. That's just... that's a little known 
fact, and by little known, I mean well-known facts that they don't tell you when you're young. Okay. Onions are in onions are in. Well, because I think what people people like think like, oh, like you're giving me a raw onion. And they're just like picturing like biting into a raw onion and being like, ew, and then like crying from the from like the the tears when you chop the onion. It's like that's not that's not the onion experience. But you know what? I like to bite into a raw onion, bitch. <laughs> like, an, like a red onion. Like an apple. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Put a little salt and pepper on it. Wow. Okay, okay. Love it, love it. Love No, but I mean like I like a raw onion in like a salad or like sure, whatever. Sure, but you gotta like for a red onion, you gotta slice it really thin, because because yeah. that like um, tames the beast a little bit. Yeah, I know how to cook. I'm telling I know. you, I know you think I'm Mr. Idiot over no, here. No, you're Mr. Genius. But you made chicken breast last night. You said it sucked. I made chicken breast last night. It wow. was good. So <laughs> look, look who's laughing now. No, also love pickling a red onion. Oh yeah, love to pickle. I I love to pickle red onion. I don't like. I can't say I don't like pickles because I like pickles. It depends. I don't like pickles on a sandwich, okay. you know. But what about like a a spicy well, fried I, chicken sandwich? That's like a good pickle sandwich. No, but I do like a pickle by itself. Okay, yeah. Oh, I love when they give you a pickle and a really good one. I like to not even touch it until the very end, and then eat it as a palate cleanser. Oh yeah, like at a Jewish deli, and you're like you're having whatever your sandwich, and then the the pickle on the side, yeah, perfect, chef's mm, kiss. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but Kyle trying to cook. I thought we were gonna like virgin. Kyle trying to cook. Kyle cook. <laughs> wow. Kyle trying to cook. I thought I thought we were gonna verge into the territory of getting timestamps because it felt like it was taking Kyle a while to wrap her head around this dinner. It did because when she started, it was definitely light outside. <laughs> yeah. Or when she said the words, I can't believe I haven't started the lasagna yet. It was light outside. Yeah. And then it was very dark once yeah. we ate. And I'm not like a lasagna person, but because obviously it's well, yeah. cheese. But Alex pointed out the fact you're supposed to let the lasagna sit for like 10 minutes or something after taking out the oven. And sh- Well, that's why it was so fucking gooey and mushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a shame. Um, but if you haven't seen it yet, go look up Joy Behar's lasagna recipe. Have you? You can't poo-poo have it. Have you eaten it or no? No, oh. I'm gonna do it this Thanksgiving or something. It doesn't look that app like, and obviously I'm biased because I can't eat cheese, but it doesn't look that appetizing to me. Her recipe. I think you are biased because you can't eat cheese. I think you have no idea. Like you have no idea what proper lasagna okay. is. It's also like you can't really go wrong with lasagna, which is why it's like so good. Yeah. But her. Breaking the spices, and Kathy coming over with the grill scraper, <laughs> pushing the glass and the spices around on the floor. It's like modern day I Love Lucy. Modern day. Wow. I felt as though Sutton and Crystal were kind of like turning a corner on their relationship during this episode. They, they were, like, having, like, nice little conversations. Yeah. Like, oh, your outfit's so cute. Your outfit's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, let's go get wine together. And then, like, I'd hug you, but I'll, like, oh yeah, elbow you instead. I, I mean, we're getting – it's it's strange because COVID is such a big part of the season of Beverly Hills. But it doesn't feel like it as much, even though they're doing all the, like, Yeah. Theater. And despite the fact that, like, three of them had COVID <laughs> – 
it's like they're all staying and hanging out in the same house yet they're doing like instead of hugging we're gonna like ah, I know. yet like you're it, in the house it's like you're you're around a table together <laughs> I, I, and, and this isn't march oc territory this is squarely i think we're we're in december at this point like we know what's up in december yeah yeah i mean kyle was opening windows like yeah theatrically okay this oh before we got to la quinta we had the shutdown of the clubhouse oh yeah i didn't realize i guess that she called it the clubhouse and i was like you're gonna you're gonna really call it the clubhouse when andy cohen's got the 411 what what do you have the 311 (laughs) yeah yeah like queen of what fun um they were really like painting this that whole scene as like a very sad moment, but it's like, are we supposed to be feeling sad? Because I don't. <laughs> Her turning off the neon lights at the yeah. end, abandoning the pretty mess sign. Okay, so but then when she finally arrives, it's like, oh, this come come get this woman. She needs our help. <laughs> I wonder how they all feel now. Uh oh, I feel like this thought crossed my mind, and I had a sense but maybe i don't it's like week to week it's always changing cheek to cheek it's always changing so like i really wonder every every week like how are they how are they feeling now and it's like is sutton who was the villain of the season going to come out the hero when she's the one questioning erica jane at the end of the season that's what's interesting is when we watched the trailer it was kind of oh, Sutton, are you the one we need to rely on? And then we just started mm-hmm. the season with Sutton being crazy, particularly with the All Lives matter stuff. Mm-hmm. And then is she going to redeem herself somehow now? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, this Erica Jane stuff is... Ugh. Yeah, I wish I could just teleport my brain back to December and see how I felt. But I guess I could just listen to Come Through Queen episodes. <laughs> I feel like we like kind of, I don't know, back then we were like questioning. And then there was the thing about like her living next to Army Hammer, which mm. I feel like was taking up a lot of media space. But we, I think we are coming up against the Judge Bigelow Friday night text tweet storm. Yeah, the Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, that's it. Of like the the screenshot from the Nokia yes, phone. Yes, 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 yes. Was her name Judge Bigelow? Yeah. That okay. was a great night. Like, while we're kind of quarantined, to be to be staying home. Yeah, were we watching like Drag Race that night? Maybe, what was happening? Maybe, so it was a Friday night. That's all I know. <laughs> Friday nights were always fun in like early quarantine because mm-hmm. it was like drag race was on yeah. and then like my uncle would call around oh, yeah, 11 30 p.m it was so much fun for all of us when your uncle would call <laughs> we'd like talk I, about like whatever is going on i love how much you think people care about that your uncle calls <laughs> nobody care. i don't care if anyone cares i'm just saying that it was my life i'm sharing my life with you and yes, the people who yes, listen to this yes, podcast yes, 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 yes. okay um let's we're eating the sloppy jalopy lasagna and then erica's like girls i got a story for you <laughs> oh my god were there any sides with the lasagna? Sal- like a simple salad it looked like a sad simple okay. salad it's always a simple salad yeah yeah oh my god wait this before we get to erica jane telling her tales 
Kathy Hilton dancing with the stale pieces of bread was an iconic comedy moment. Love. She's a comedian. <laughs> a comedian, yes. Okay. So let's gather around the table. Listen to Erica Jane. She, we're, we're really going in this very same sit down from levels of this is a mastermind to this is a man in shambles. Who's unwell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just pick one. <laughs> I know. We're driving off a cliff at one point. It's like, is this Thelma and Louise? Okay. The, the explanation of the driving off the cliff is kind of like hearing three versions of the same story, but as one story. Yeah. How high is the cliff? He is missing for 12 hours. She found him, but he called her, but he had like a head injury, but then he got up and walked (laughs) and scampered down the hill. Yeah. There's a very, very steep hill. She was like using the placemat as like a pointing Mm -hmm. thing a lot. And then like, he's like broke his ankle, sprained his ankle or something. Yeah. It was not a cohesive story for me. Yeah. And this table reminded me of something. It reminded me of after my sister got married, we all sat in this like outdoor area by by the hotel with round wooden tables like this. And it reminded me of that space. So I felt like I was like after my sister's mm-hmm. wedding listening to this, um, listening to this story. Not that people accidentally will care that I was <laughs> at my sister's <laughs> wedding. According to you, nobody cares about what happens in my oh life. Oh my God. <laughs> um, we're also diving into Tom was cheating on me. This with multiple, with multiple women. women. Oh, related to the car accident, I did love the flashback between Kyle and Erica. Now, my question for you and the audience is, is this a flashback that aired or is this found footage? Because I don't remember this plot line. There's a lot of found footage in this episode. There is. There's a ton of okay. it. So I think this is probably found footage. I love found footage. Yeah. That's like the magic of a show that's been on the air for 10 years. I mean, they've been doing a lot of found footage this year, especially <laughs> with Sutton. When Sutton, because Sutton wasn't a full-time cast member last yes, year, yes, yes. they did found footage involving her daughter last yeah, episode yeah. or two episodes ago. And then they did it last episode. Then they did something with her mother this <gasps> episode. I forgot about the mother. That You always forget about the mother. That was a wild scene. And it's almost surprising that they didn't use that last year. She wasn't a full-time cast member, so we're not meeting the mother. Yeah, I guess we just don't care about her as an individual person. It's truly the scene between Sutton and her mother. I'm team her mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she feels this way about yes. her former husband, yeah. and like there obviously was something going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and it's just so interesting the dynamics between a mother and a daughter relating to the same person yeah. and like how different people in a family have relationships with different people and like how that plays out. So I'm not team the mother. I'm sorry. No, that's, I don't know what team no, I am. I, okay. So I very much understand the mother's point of view, 
But in the conversation, it seems like she is focusing more on her, the mother's focusing on the mother's relationship with the father rather than worrying too much about the mother's relationship with her daughter. I know, but it's like, at some point we're all adults. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And her name is, her name is Reba. Oh, iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's just so interesting that Sutton, the rumors were true. Sutton filmed a full season as a full housewife and was not able to do it because of her ex-husband. Yeah. Wow. This is a shout out to her ex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, God, little mix. I can't wait for like the rest of Sutton's children to age up into filming territory. Oh yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I just feel like this was a, an Erica heavy episode. We also have the mid season trailer and we're finally, I think turning a corner on how we are talking about this as a group. Mm-hmm. Like consider We are considering the possibility that Erica can be bad as well. <laughs> yeah. And Dorit's finally showing up to filming. <laughs> oh my God. Finally showing up to filming. Oh, I meant to make this point earlier, but, but, Pandora box is the Dorit of all star sex. Yeah. In terms of like, is she here or is she not here? <laughs> I know. I don't know if you watched the most recent untucked. No, never. Not one untucked this season. Oh really? Yeah. I'm just like not in the mood. Oh weird. So in untucked, the first part of it is just Pandora and one other queen. Mm. So it's like, she finally has to talk. <laughs> And that's, oh, yeah, that's this week. Yeah, it was just Prindor and One Other Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe you're not watching Untucked. You're only getting half the yeah, story? just half of it. Well, we don't have candy producer music you didn't, there, so. You missed a fucking great Untucked oh, moment, actually. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Earlier earlier in the season involving Jiggly, Jiggly Caliente. Ooh, that's a good sell you just made. And a highway. And a highway. Life is a highway. Yeah. Okay. Wow. The 501, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll tune into that, but I think we kind of can like close this chapter on Beverly Hills. Right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Jump on over to the freak of the week and the one true queen. Okay. Let's do it. The freak of the week this week is one Hannah Burner gone, but not forgotten release a statement on the heels of Giselle announcing that Bravo's chat room is coming back for two weeks, five nights a week while Watch Happens Live is on break. That was confusing, by the way. I know it's like filling Watch Happens Live's spot for those two weeks, but is it going to go on beyond the two It weeks? sounds like two weeks. And then maybe Bravo's going to be like, what do we do with this? Okay. Or is it working with whatever the new cast was? And I found it very interesting that when she made this announcement, there wasn't some perfectly timed, like, People Magazine official announcement, like, Who's here? What are we doing? Two weeks, you know. Like mm. Usually, when these announcements happen, there's like a corresponding. The PR mechanism gets to but work. The, even the next day, there was nothing in the PR mechanism other than just simply Giselle announcing it. Where was Bryce Sander? Dave? Yeah, Quinn? where were you? We need you. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, the the question on everyone's mind is: Is Hannah going to be involved since she's no longer in the uh, BCU? And right. she did an Instagram story, not even a grid post. Hello, my loves. I will not be returning to host chat room this season. 
It was a dream to have the opportunity to be on the first all-female talk show on Bravo, and I'm so proud of the 42 episodes we filmed. Wait, first all-female talk show. Kathy Griffin had a talk show on Bravo. Yeah, I guess that's the one female <laughs> talk show. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm not because I'm not going back to Summer House. It didn't make sense for me to return, as this is now a chapter in my life that is coming to a close. I want to thank Bravo for believing in me and my co-hosts Giselle, which you misspelled, and Portia for being so fucking amazing to work and collaborate with week to week. You guys inspire me more than you know, and I cannot wait to continue watching and cheering on as a fan. I'm traveling all over the country the next couple of months for my stand-up tour, so see my li- see me live at a city near you. Swipe up for ticks. Interesting. I like the thought just crossed my mind. I don't think Hannah ever physically met Giselle and Portia in person. <laughs> I know. I know. What's Hannah's boyfriend's name Dez. again? Like, oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Dab. <laughs> Dab. No, that's that's Tinsley's sister. Dabney. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Who do you want to see? Who do you want to see fill the talk so show? I feel or the chat chat room. What's word chat word room? on the street is that it's going to be Giselle and Portia, and then just kind of guest co-hosts. Interesting. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they're doing that in order to test. Give Lindsay Hubbard a spot, please. I'm I'm dying to see the lineup. I want to see who the guests are going to be. Um. Let's get to our one true queen, which is whenever she comes up, it's likely for queen status. And that is one Alex McCord reporting live from Australia. Another news report. Last time we checked in with her, she was playing video games with the elderly to like stimulate their minds. Now Mm -hmm. she's engaged in laughing it was nice of them to include you in that segment i know i uh, my mind was like heavily stimulated by alex mccord um now we are engaged in laughing yoga and maybe i'll put a little <laughs> bit of the clip here because it is iconic of her la- her and the, it kinda... her the old gals laughing along <laughs> let's do some exercises yeah. shall we yeah let's start with kookaburra you ready yep here we go leaning down yeah. It like I don't know. You don't feel good about it's... it. Okay, I support her and everything she's doing. It's just when like people are like too earnest on camera, <gasps> I get freaked out. That's the joy of Alex McCord. The joy of cooking, the joy of Alex McCord. The joy of yes. Pepsi, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex McCord, forever our one true queen. Wow, wow, wow. What an episode this week, Brendan. As always. A long episode. A long episode, but like lots to talk about, right? Um, and if you need even more, head on over to comethroughqueen.com for a link to our Patreon where we have our Patreon pre-show. Did we get mm-hmm. Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett tickets? Go there and find out. Um, Ooh, cliffhanger vibes! Cliffhanger vibes! Just look at, oh my god, Tom's <laughs> about to drive off. <laughs> I like. I I felt like strapped in the car as you were driving me <laughs> off that cliff just now. <laughs> wow! But comethroughqueen.com also linked to the private Facebook group where we got maps, we got chats. There's maps. We got a lot going on, and uh, of course, links to our social accounts at comethroughqueen.com too. Wow. Like, comment, subscribe, harsh retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.